0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cinema Soft Underbelly. I'm your host Eugene Weaver, and if you're listening, then you know this show is all about horror and science fiction, fantasy gems in the rough, all that crazy stuff that I happen to love, and I hope that you, dear listener, like it as well. Uh, today I am going to be bringing another fun-filled top 10 list and I'm really enjoying doing these. They're kind of making me think back uh, a ways some of the movies that I have on the list and or some of the scenes from these various lists uh, I haven't seen in a long time but I, there are certain parts that stick out to me and so therefore they get thrown onto these lists. Today is no exception. Thought it would be fun, and this is actually uh, I came up with this idea last night because of a movie that I watched. Then it got me thinking, ooh, this would be a maybe a kind of a cool top ten list that I could do on on this particular uh, particular subject, and that would be the best eye gross out scene. Now you'll probably notice that I didn't say the best eye gouging scene because it's uh, with my list. It's not just like someone getting something rammed into their eye. It's something gross with an eye. Um, You'll see what I mean when I start my list. Uh, So, anyway, without further ado, here we go. We're just going to dive into this top ten. And um, there is one honorable mention. And the only reason that it's an honorable mention is I I personally like uh, the other movies so much more on this list than than the honorable mention even though the honorable mention one is a really disgusting scene i just happen to like the movies that are on the actual top 10 uh better so the honorable mention here while as i'm getting started is the guinea pig series and this is the japanese guinea pig movies there's uh the first one devil's experiment where we actually have an a needle going into an eye and then mainly the second one which is flower of flesh and blood and that one has a spoon being dug into this poor woman's eyeball and the eye pops out and it's disgusting um that's my honorable mention now onto to the um the real the real gore here uh top 10 having said that the guinea pig series is absolutely disgusting especially flower of flesh and blood okay number 10 is Cannibal, Ferox, and uh, I've. Uh, and by the way, I think every single one of these movies on this list I've probably talked about at, at some point on my show in the past. Uh, but this time I'm talking about individual scenes, obviously. So uh, the scene that uh, that I really dug in this movie is uh, where uh, Giovanni Lombardo uh, Radice has a native dude tied up to a tree or a big, a big post. And it's in this native village and he's torturing this guy. And, uh, he, he sticks a dagger into the guy's eye and pulls it out. And it's just gross. Uh, I'm going to be saying that word gross a lot in in the next, uh, 25 odd minutes, but it, uh, of all the scenes on the list, honestly, the, this one here is probably uh, one of the more fake scenes. Uh, it, it, it's still a really gross. In the context of the movie itself, there's a lot of other scenes that are a lot more graphic, I guess, and horrific. But um, it's just one of many scenes in this movie that is repulsive to me. And it doesn't help that... Not only does this guy get his eye uh, yanked out, but he gets uh, he gets his uh, penis severed off too. So that was that's something. Um, anyway, good times. Okay, uh, so number ten is Cannibal Ferox. Now number nine is, and obviously it goes without saying there are spoilers abound in in these top tens because um, I can't talk about the particular scene without spoiling it a little bit. But I am going to. Def- try to if there's major plot points around these scenes i'm going to try to keep those vague if you haven't seen the movies that you can go in blind so to speak (laughs) haha uh number nine is the intruder and um this is now this would be one that i haven't seen in a little while um but i do still think that it deserves a um a spot um this is the uh Scott Spiegel directed a slasher movie from I believe it was 1989 and can be effects did the work on this this may have been uh, this was one of their uh, earlier earlier works and uh, it's uh it's great it um this one here this again this particular scene is not the not the number 1 Best scene in the movie, but it works so well. And this, the whole movie is—it's about this killer stalking uh, supermarket employees at this big supermarket during the night, as everybody has found out that this is their last day before the place gets shut down. And so everybody's working late that night, and there's a there's a killer on the loose. The scene in question here is uh, there's a a person in an office, and there's the the really sharp. The big needle type paper weight things where you you put you I guess you put your paper down through it. I I feel stupid not knowing exactly what that's called, but you get the idea. I think you probably know what I'm talking about. Uh, one poor soul gets um, gets his face slammed right down into this right through the eye. Boom, done. And it's a cool scene in a very cool movie. I will say that the intruder, um, it's it plays a little bit more like a comedy uh, like kind of splat sticky Uh, we've got Bruce Campbell is in this thing Sam Raimi Ted Raimi is in it as actors they're they're acting it's it's just it's cool and it's really really gory Um, and this was one of the those those movies back in the uh, early 90s after it was released that there was just this heavily cut version of this movie Um, so everybody wanted the unrated version because all of the great stuff was cut out of this movie. There's a couple other scenes in the movie that are just horrific. Um, anyway, that's a great scene in the movie and, uh, definitely, definitely makes my top 10 list. Okay, next up, number eight, uh, and this is another movie that has made my, well, that I've talked about numerous times on this show and Movie Freaks, and that is 1985's Demons. This is the Lomberto Bava Movie One of my favorite horror movies of all time. And once again, as with the other ones, this is not the biggest and best scene in the movie, but it is a really good scene. The movie focuses on a group of people trapped in a movie theater that is playing a movie uh, featuring demons. And the demons come through the screen and start killing everybody. And it's a wonderfully gory, awesome Italian 80s movie, complete with metal music, and great hairstyles, and everything about that movie works perfectly. Uh, Scene in question is towards the end. Again, I'm trying to keep this as spoiler-free as I can. Uh, There is a character wearing a mask, or a partial mask, and um, our heroes uh, are trying to defend themselves against him, and one thing leads to another. This guy slowly this is a one of those slow scenes slowly gets pushed down into this um that's not a spike but it's just a big piece of metal and he slowly gets pushed down into that as the uh, this big sharp pointy piece of metal goes right into his eye now he is wearing a mask so it's not quite as effective as no mask because he can't see it as good uh but the scene itself uh is great, and in the context of the movie, it's just another another great scene in a great movie. And I, it's just this is one on this list. Um, they're all definitely worthy of being seen, but this is a truly fantastic horror movie. So if you're a horror fan, check out Demons. Okay, um, next up, number seven is uh, actually this is probably the only non-horror movie on my list. But it still falls uh, into the underbelly, in my opinion. That's 2004's Kill Bill Volume 2. And, of course, I'm guessing that if you listen to this show, you know which scene I am talking about if you've seen that movie. The Bride is going up against um, the nearly unstoppable LA Driver, also known as, well, played by Daryl Hannah, And they're in a trailer, and there's this fantastic sword fight. I mean, and I mean fantastic sword fight. And... Um, uh, what's cool about this scene is how quick it is it's a very fast scene but it's all the more effective in that it's not like a long drawn out gross scene um, it's the I guess the immediacy of it where it just boom it happens you're like oh wow that just that just happened and the fact that Daryl Hannah's character there's certain there's another certain flaw with her makes that scene all the worse um, the stakes are all the higher in that there is a deadly snake loose in this trailer. And it's just a great scene. It is, in fact, I would probably say that is probably my highlight of Kill Bill Volume 2, which I love that movie, but that, it's a lot more talky than the first one. Um, And this, that particular scene feels a little bit more like stuff that you were seeing in Kill Bill Volume 1, but it's a really good scene. And stay through the end credits because there is a little zinger after the end credits of kill bill volume two that actually goes back to that whole eye gouging scene and uh how how the scene happens by the way is is great it's like i said it's fast-paced and it's with the fingers and it's gross and it works it's so cool okay um oh guess what makes another appearance on my top 10 list jp simone is back of course He's back with a movie that I talked about already, but let's just bring it up one more time. That would be 1988 Slugs. This is one of my favorite creature feature movies, and uh, rightly so. I It does everything that I like in a creature feature. It's gory. It's got TNA. It's Everything about it is just cool. Uh, this particular scene, um, obviously, a movie called Slugs that's a horror movie is about killer slugs. What else would it be about? So this scene is set in a, uh, in a restaurant, and this is after uh, a gentleman has eaten a salad that has a chopped up slug in the salad. So there's something going on in his stomach, and he's trying to make a deal with these people for this uh, mall development in the city. And he's got a headache. Things aren't going so hot, but he's really trying to, to, to nail this deal and finish it up. Um, He goes to the bathroom and he gets this uh, little bit of a nosebleed, but he's like, let's power through this thing comes out. Everything's fine, but things aren't fine. Um, his nose starts bleeding profusely and you're like, Oh, that's gross. (laughs) And, um, falls to the floor. And here's, here's the eyeball scene. Boom. A geyser of worms pops out of his eyeball and it is so gross. Um, how it's shot and the effects are so effective and disgusting. And that's not the only eyeball scene in this movie. There's another scene that happens earlier with this couple that are um, having sex in this bedroom and lady steps off the bed and there's like just an ocean of slugs on the floor. And immediately they start devouring her and her eyeballs hanging out, whatever, but for this movie in particular, the the scene with the eyeball is the scene in the restaurant because it's so, I'm almost unexpected, as, you know, when he falls down and you're like, oh, here we go, this is going to be something gross, his head's going to explode. No, it's just his eye just poof and the worms and gross, yeah, Underbilly stuff. Okay, um, let's move on here. So, ten was Cannibal Ferox, nine, Intruder. Eight demons, seven Kill Bill, Volume Two, six was Slugs. Number five is the movie that I watched last night, and this one here is criminally underseen. And I, I watch it every year, right around this time. Um, and every time I watch it, I, uh, I, I'm puzzled, I guess, at why this movie didn't do better or why it's not. That are alight even at this point, as far as um, one of those unseen gems, and that's 2006's Black Christmas. It's directed by Glenn Morgan, um, who also made the uh, Willard remake, which I thought was good too. But this movie here, everybody seems to hate when it came out, and I so I I actually skipped it in the theater because I had no interest because of the bad reviews. And it came out on DVD at the time, and I watched it, and I'm like, wow, this is this is actually really really good Uh, so uh, it became a yearly yearly tradition and I have literally watched this movie for the past I would say nine years now Uh, every every December I have to watch this movie and it it continues to impress me more and more the color scheme is fantastic the music the story itself if you like slasher movies I don't know how you it's hard for me to imagine you not liking this movie because it's it's just a cool slasher movie. The, the, uh, the scene that I liked in this movie that has the whole eye thing. And there are several scenes in this movie that deal with a gory eye killings, whatever. Uh, this one here is when Agnes, now I'm going to try to be spoiler free, Agnes pulls an eyeball out of someone's head. And I'm not going to give any more details on it. Uh, what happens before that and these people are but let's just say that Agnes pulls someone's eyeball out and what makes this scene so disgusting is that um, it's a fairly quick scene too but uh, this is the one scene of all of these movies where like as the eyeball is being pulled out like the tendons snap and it's so hardcore I'm like oh man it's it's not a long drawn out scene it's just finger in eye socket and pull out eye and snap crackle, pop, it's so gross. It's so gross. I would imagine, there's two versions of this movie, by the way, the R-rated theatrical cut and the unrated cut, and the unrated cut definitely has more violence, and at least that's what I'm reading on IMDb. So I would strongly suggest, if you are going to watch the movie, only watch the unrated version of it. I actually own the unrated version on Vudu, so you can go to, you you can buy it or rent it digitally, but make sure that you watch the unrated cut the only version available to my knowledge on blu-ray is a german release and a canadian release i have the canadian release and it's the r-rated version it's never been released here in the states it was released on hd dvd back when that was a thing for a year or two uh but uh, that's the only way to watch it unrated currently is either the really really old dvd or uh digital which the digital copy looks fantastic so uh by all means Please watch that movie. It's so good. And it's a great yearly tradition. Okay. Um, now we're getting into some really good stuff. In my opinion. Uh, next up is number four. Dr. Butcher, MD. Also known as Zombie Holocaust. Uh, again, another one that I've talked about. Uh, time and time again. Um, on this show. And I'm sure on Movie Freak's. But, um, um, uh, let me just find it here. Just uh, Um, there we are. 1980. Okay. Ian McCulloch stars in this movie directed by, um, Marino Girolami. And, uh, the title pretty much says it all. Uh, zombie Holocaust and Dr. Butcher MD. If that doesn't give you an idea of what this movie is about, then be, you shouldn't be watching horror movies. Uh, the oh boy, this scene. Um, I will. I will say this: that the effects in this movie, while very effective and disgusting, um, are b- pretty fake uh, to me, at least. Um, a, at one point, a body falls off of a roof, and when the body lands on the ground below, the arm flies off because it's a it's a dummy. Like, and it's like it's. I thought it was funny that they didn't like. Cut a split second earlier so that you don't see this fake dummy's arm fly off I, it's, but that's one of the reasons why I love these old movies is because of stuff like that um so the the scene in this movie uh that that works so well for me is one of our i don't want to say heroes but one of the one of the good quote unquote good guys is he's in the jungle he gets cornered to a tree uh cornered up against a tree by our natives. Slash cannibals slash zombies, whatever they are, there. Trust me, there's all sorts of wacky stuff going on in this movie. Not a whole lot of it makes sense. Again, which is why I like it so much. So uh, pinned up against a tree, and uh, some dude just sticks his eye like all the way into his eye socket and just pulls out the eyeball. And oh, it's so gross and so fake. Yet I. It it just works, and because it's so fake, it makes it somehow it makes it almost grosser. Uh, the blood is like that thick red paint I, that the Italians used back then. It's it's so gross and so cool. Um, that is one of the many, many, many scenes uh, that work in that movie. Um, yeah, that's you just you've got to see it. It's it's awful uh the movie itself is awful and great i love every second of that movie it's another one that i i watch every year there's very few movies on this list that i don't watch every year i'd say intruders kill bill volume 2 actually i'm yeah kill bill and uh intruder are probably the only two movies that i don't watch every year every other movie on this list i watch on a yearly basis uh okay so um dude With finger buried all the way up to uh, the knuckle in its eyeball from Zombie Holocaust. Disgusting. It's gross. Watch it. It's great. Um, uh, Next up. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Now the top three. Here's where it got pretty hard for me to decide what is going to be the number one. Because this scene here, uh, this scene here honestly should be number one. Um... But the other two movies are so good that I couldn't put, I couldn't rate this one higher, even though the scene itself um, is such an effective scene. The other two movies as a whole are so much better, and you'll see what I'm gonna get at here in a second. Uh, but number three is Lucio Fulci's New York Ripper. Uh, this is towards the end of of his heyday back in the early 80s that started with Zombie and uh, House by the Cemetery, The the Beyond, um, City of the Living Dead, and this was kind of the tail end of that New York Ripper. So in this particular scene, this is a slasher Giallo type movie. Uh, We have a dude that quacks like a duck that is killing women in New York City. And this is a highly sexualized movie, very, very mean-spirited, and there's numerous scenes of all sorts of uh, just nasty stuff that you probably wouldn't see nowadays in a movie. The scene in this movie that, uh, that I'm talking about is the razor blade scene. And we have a woman tied to a bed and a, our masked killer or unseen killer with a razor blade. He proceeds to take the razor blade across the woman's breast, which is disgusting, but it's even more disgusting when he takes that same razor blade right across a close tight shot of her eyeball. And it is awful. And it's so gross. Uh, as I said with Dr. Butcher MD, this scene, it does look fake. You can so easily tell that the eyeball is very, very fake. And, uh, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. This is the early 80s, and this is an Italian production. And it works. It's awesome. It's so great, and it's so gross, and you're like, who thinks this stuff up? Because it works so well in a horror movie. Um, Anyway, one of many awful scenes in this movie. If you are down for some very, very gritty crime horror stuff, New York Ripper does the job. It's a very good movie. And that scene in particular is extremely effective the first time that I ever had heard of this movie was back when I was probably my early teens and I would go to the local video shop and the only place I ever saw this movie was at a grocery store they actually had this on VHS at a grocery store um, and the back of the this box and it was a no name company Paragon or uh, prism Well, I, th- I think it may have been Paragon video the back of the box was um, was that actual was the shot of This razor blade going through this lady's face and eyeball, and I'm like, "What?" And it was like a very graphic scene on the back of the box. I'm like, "That's nuts! I can't believe that they're that I'm seeing that on the back of this box." And I have to watch this movie. Well, I wasn't able to watch this movie for many, many years because I wasn't able to rent stuff like that back then, and it wasn't easily accessible. So the first time I actually watched New York Ripper, I imported not imported, I bought it. It was like a mail-in thing on the back of Fangoria, Midnight Video, and I bought it from them. And I've talked about this before on a podcast on Movie Freaks and probably my own show. I actually sent him a money order, and several months later, that showed up on my doorstep, amongst other movies. But New York Ripper was one of them, and I was not disappointed at all. It was great. Okay, number two. Let's just stick with Lucio Fulci. Uh, And that would be The Beyond, one of my all-time favorite favorite horror movies ever. Uh, This is from 1981, and some say this is Lucio Fulci's best movie ever. I would probably agree. Um, A hotel in in Louisiana is built on one of the seven gateways to hell, and um, through a series of unfortunate events, the entrance to hell is unleashed and that's about as much as I can tell from the movie because not a whole lot of a, of it makes tons of sense. It's just randomness and then it ends with zombies and it, the ending is you're like what? But again, part of the charm of these movies is the effects might be a bit dated and the storylines are like not quite pieced together properly, but that adds to the coolness. This particular scene um there's this this gross undead zombie dude with a beard. Uh, he's just nasty looking, um, and uh, he's in this room, and there's this lady that's being backed up against the wall, and and this guy grabs the lady, um, and slams her head against the back of the wall, and there's of course a spike on the back of the wall, because why wouldn't there be? And the spike goes through her eye, and eyeball pops out, blood. Gore, all the great stuff. There's also another scene in that movie where uh, a finger goes into an eye, like a thumb goes into an eye and beep, pops it out, something like that. But um, Lucio Fulci and his eyeball violence—it's it, so good in in uh, The Beyond. In fact, I would dare say that The Beyond has better effects than the New York Ripper did. Uh, there's just a lot more, um, a lot more gore in the movie, and and what is on there is a bit more realistic, I guess. Okay, so that was number two. And by now, you probably know what number one is because it is um, one of the most hardcore graphic scenes in a horror movie I have ever seen, ever. And every time I watch it, it still makes me uncomfortable and grosses me out. And that is Lucio Fulci's 1979 Zombie, also known as Zombie Flesh Eaters. This is... Um, not a sequel to George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Some say that they got the idea from Romero, although this has really nothing to do with that particular movie. Some could even say that the end of this movie leads into the beginning of Romero's movie, kind of, uh, in its own sort of way. But this is much more a voodoo island zombie movie. I love it. It's my favorite zombie movie of all time. Um, uh, so basically it's a bunch of zombies on an island and, uh, hapless victims are on the island uh, running away from the, um, from the zombies and it's so gory and great. Uh, and the one scene that works so incredibly well in this movie is a, uh, uh lady. She is in, oh, actually I w- wouldn't mind finding her name cause she, been in other, um, she's been in other horror movies too. Uh, uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it cause I, I think it might be Olga. Yeah. Olga Carlados. She's been in some other really cool, uh, horror stuff as well. So anyway, she's in a room, just got done showering. Uh, and sure enough, a zombie shows up at, at her place because why not? And, um, She's trying to stave off the zombie. She snaps the zombie's fingers off because the zombie's trying to push the door open and the door starts shut on the zombie's fingers. Fingers pop off, yet the zombie still, with the other free arm, breaks through the door, causing a big splinter in the door. Grabs her by the hair and pulls her forward. And here's where the, the good stuff starts. Uh, this is all done very slowly paced, so, for maximum effect, uh, she's slowly pulled forward more, 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 more towards this splinter. And then, slowly, the big splinter from the door goes into her eye in up close, disgusting glory. And um, just to add insult to injury, it snaps off with it still in her eye. And it's so gross and hardcore and awesome. It is, um, it's the best scene in. in that movie. And it works brilliantly. Every time I watch Zombie, I am grossed out by that scene. And how well it works. And her scream in that particular scene also is uh, what sells it so well. Is she she truly looks like she's being killed. And the scream is just this awful shriek. And it's, it hurts. It works. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I think that should do it then. That's my top ten eyeball gross out scenes. There's many more. There there was other ones that I could have put on there, uh, but they weren't quite as effective to me or they weren't the, the movies themselves just weren't up to snuff with what I would what I would consider to be top ten worthy. These ten are all great movies in their own right for different reasons, and all of the scenes are that I talked about are pretty gross. <laughs> uh because for some reason eyeballs like Eyeball scenes in movies really disgust me, and I thought that would be fun to do a a a topic like this. So I hope that you uh, you've heard about a movie that now you want to see, and you go out and buy it on Blu-ray. I believe all of them are on Blu-ray, other than other than uh, Black Christmas, unrated. Again, I would strongly advise pick that one up or or buy that one on the on digital streaming, or at least rent it this holiday season. I've got some more ideas for top 10 lists. So hopefully you guys won't, uh, you guys and gals out there won't get too bored with these top 10 lists, but they're really fun to put together. And, um, it makes me think back to numerous times how I, when I've watched these movies and the fun that I've had with them through the years and how they've, um, they're just a part of my life now, like zombie and the beyond. And these movies are a part of my life. I watch them every year and it's like, I get giddy every time I'm ready to watch them. Uh, so, Movies are great. I love movies. I love horror movies. And I'm so glad to be able to have a way to um, express my love of these movies through the interweb, through podcasting. Yay. So thanks so much for listening. You can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com for any questions, comments, movies I should watch, movies I should stay away from, all that good stuff. Make sure that you tune into Movie Freaks, the other show that I'm on with my co-host, Eric Marner. We record every week. And you can find us on iTunes, and then we've got our friends over at Cinema Sidekicks. They talk about a lot more new release type stuff, as well as some old classics, so check them out as well. Uh, That is going to do it for my show today, but stay tuned. There is more Top 10 goodness heading your way. And um, soon here, I will be getting back into newly released Blu-rays from our uh, beloved companies like Vinegar Syndrome and Arrow and Grindhouse uh, Scream Factory, uh, Code Red—all those companies—they're—they're they're continually, uh, continually releasing great stuff, and I want to uh, do some reviews on some of those movies that I have piling up here. So, uh, again, thanks for listening. Until next time, bye bye.